You're going where? You're doing what? Are you crazy, Aunt Tam? Make sure you subscribe. Hey, I'm Tamara, and welcome to Many Roads Traveled, the travel podcast that takes you all around the world on my overland trips that I've been doing over the last 30 years to 76 countries. So if you love travel and adventure, please subscribe. And of course, at the end of each episode, there is Tam's Top Tips, which is my up-to-date travel tips for that area. Okay, so buckle up, buttercup, and let's hit the road. Welcome to episode 65. So today's episode, we are going from Semachampe in Guatemala to Antigua and then to Lake Atatlan, all in Guatemala. <laughs> Before we begin, I again would like to send my heartfelt thoughts and prayers to the people of Ukraine and every other country that is in war right now. It's just brutal. War is good for nothing except mass destruction on every level. So I so hope this war is going to be over soon and all the wars out there. Okay, so picking up where we left off, it is actually Valentine's Day in 2020. <laughs> so I was staying at a really lovely place in Semachampe, kind of in the jungle of Guatemala kind of packed up, had my last little hammock swing, some breakfast, and then got one of the boys that worked at the hotel gave me a ride to the town where the shuttles come. So I didn't get a front seat this time, just because my my whole body's pretty screwed, but <laughs> my knees especially bad. But I did manage to get a single seat that had a bit of leg room. So at least that was something. And the shuttle was absolutely packed. So you can basically get well, throughout Central America, actually, what they call like tourist shuttles. So they're basically vans, which seat about, I think, 16 people max. And they usually just pick you up door to door. So it's much easier. And like I said in the last episode, I mean, I do like public transport, but, you know, I am in my 50s now. I was 50 when I did this trip. So, you know, some little luxuries, I guess, I doubt partake in. And it really isn't much more than local transport. I mean, it's a bit more, but compared to like people on a Western budget, it's really cheap still. And if I was to do public transport, I think I'd have to do like four different buses and it would take me like 16 to 24 hours. In the uh, tourist shuttle, it still took me 10 hours to get from Semichampe to Antigua. Luckily, the view is beautiful. Like Guatemala is absolutely stunning. It's so green. There are mountain ranges. There are, you know, hillsides. Just lush, lush, lush. Beautiful. So at least you have something nice to look at and you just put your tunes on and AirPods in or whatever you use and away you go. I got to Antigua about late afternoon. Yeah, like I said, get dropped off at your hostel or hotel. I was staying in a hostel. So the shuttle was $20. One way. So I got to my hostel. It was called Camping and Travel, and it was $12 a night. But unfortunately, my room was pretty small, no fan. I was like, oh my gosh. But it actually is cooler in Antigua because in Semichampe, like you so said, you're in the jungle. So it was hot. I mean, like 40s Celsius <laughs> and very humid. So Antigua is really nice temperate temperament. So it's 
usually between like 25 to 27, 28 degrees in the daytime. And then it drops down to 15 to 16 at night. So it is good for sleeping, although it's still pretty hot in my room. And then camping and travel, which is pretty unique. I've never seen before. You can actually sleep in tents on the rooftop, but they are like next to each other. And I think there was probably about 10 tents up there. Um, but I imagine it would have been cooler <laughs> at nighttime. And from the rooftop, it was really cool view because there's three volcanoes just outside to Antigua. So from my rooftop, I could see all three volcanoes really easily. And one of the days I was actually just, you know, doing some short videos and I actually saw one of the volcanoes like did a mini eruption. So you just saw the, you know, the white smoke kind of coming out of the top. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> However, not so cool. So in 2018, one of the volcanoes nearby totally erupted and the nearest town just got absolutely destroyed. And I guess over 3,000 people were killed. So nowadays, the village looks like Pompeii, like a mini Pompeii, just completely buried in volcanic ash. Yeah, be careful when you live near volcanoes because they can blow at any time. So that was sad to hear. Yeah, so I just kind of headed into, like, you know, got settled in my room and then headed into town because I was hungry. We only stopped at Bloody McDonald's, which I hate, <laughs> for breakfast. Ten-hour drive. That was our only stop. And that was, like, the first big town. So... Yeah, went and found somewhere to eat. And Antigua does have actually a lot of nice restaurants and stuff. So got some food and then just kind of went back and chilled up on the rooftop for a little bit, chatted to some people. And then I was thinking I'd have an early night because I have to go up some stairs to get into the hostel. And I was right near the door and they don't give you a front door key and they lock the door at 6 p.m. <laughs> super annoying. So they just have this super loud buzzer. That goes off anyone that tries to get in after six. So, of course, like midnight, two in the morning, the buzzer's going off. I was just like, this sucks. So I didn't get loads of sleep. But next day, I was like, okay, it's, you know, my day to tour around Antigua. And it's, yeah, it's a really pretty, pretty small town. It's pretty. It's an old or ex-colonial town. So it's all cobblestone. And a lot of really bright buildings, like bright yellows and oranges and pinks. So it is really pretty. And then just kind of, yeah, went around. I'm getting tacos at a local place for breakfast, <laughs> as you do, which was about, it's seven quetzals. So the currency is called quetzals. Everyone just calls them Qs. So it's about seven Qs to one US dollar. So I think I paid under $4 for three tacos and a drink. So that's Okay. And then, yeah, just walked around town, went to the, there's like, they have a central park, a lot smaller than the New York one, though. <laughs> and they do, you know, the horse and carriage rides and things like that, which I, I didn't do, obviously. So I don't really tend to do that many really cliche tourist things. Just chilled in the park for a bit and then just pretty much walked around town. I mean, you can walk around town in a couple of hours, max. Yeah, I went back to my hotel later on to just try to have a nap. No, <laughs> it's just too noisy. And then later on that night, I found this amazing restaurant called Wachuma's. And it's super, super healthy because I was starting to not feel great. So I started getting a cough and just low energy and stuff like that. So I'm like, oh, great. So I found this really healthy restaurant, really lovely guys that work there. So I had this 
very, very healthy salads with tofu or with tempa, actually, I think. It was delicious. And then they had this turmeric milk drink. It's very healthy. It's really good for your immune system and for as an anti-inflammatory, turmeric is. And there's lots of other goodness in there. So I had one of those and I got one to take home with me because I brought my, like I have a water thermos kind of thing. So I brought that. And then when I got back to the hotel, I was on the rooftop and I was chatting to this really nice couple uh, for a little bit because they have a couple picnic tables up on the rooftop too. And then just hit the hay. And then the next morning, because there's a pretty big hostel franchise in Central America called Selena's. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go check that out. Because I did look at it when I was booking for my hotels in Central America or hostels. But, you know, I was on a low budget. So Selena's is a little bit out of my price range. So (laughs) even though it's not that much, but I was trying to get by on between 30 to 50 US dollars a day, which I did do, including a lot. That $50 included all my excursions, which I did quite a lot of. So if I didn't do any excursions, I would have got by on $30 US a day pretty easily. So I went to Selena's for breakfast and yeah, oh my gosh, it was like a paradise compared to my hostel. <laughs> but it was three times the price. So, but yeah, I had a really nice breakfast and it was so clean and they had a beautiful garden and really nice. The only thing is if you do stay at Selena's, because you can also get private rooms as well as like dorm rooms, which a lot of people think, especially people, you know, older in their 40s, 50s and above, think that hostels are just dorms. Well, there's not. Most of them you can get private rooms, whether that be a single room, double room. You can have you can have some privacy. Often you might have to use a shared bathroom, but some of them even have their own bathrooms too. Obviously, the more you pay, the more you get, right? So just know that. <laughs> But yeah, the one thing about Selena's is don't book your shuttles or any excursions from there because they're you can get them much cheaper just walking around Antigua because there's lots of travel agencies. Like, for example, I was going to buy my shuttle to go to Lake Atitlan and they wanted like 95, 93Q at Selena's and I found one 55 literally down the road from Selena's. <laughs> from a travel agency so that's almost twice the price it's the same shuttles yeah stay there eat there but just don't book any excursions or transport there is my advice i paid 18 dollars that worked out for my shuttle to lake atlan from antigua so later that night i went back to Ochumas and got another delicious dish i think i got the tempeh burger this time and I got another turmeric drink because I just, like, I was feeling worse as the day went on. And I was coughing worse. I'm like, oh, my God, this is the last thing I need is to be sick. And that's the only thing that sucks when I'm traveling on my own is when I get sick. And with my body, that happens quite often. So, <laughs> again, tried to have an early night. But then a bunch of El Salvadoran men came in at 1 a.m. and just were talking so loudly for, like, an hour or so. And then they're up at six in the morning playing drums and singing. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Do you not see the other rooms here? Oh, that's the other thing. When you're staying in hotels or hostels, please be aware that other people are nearby. And trust me, none of these rooms are soundproof. <laughs> Pretty thin walls. So be respectful to your neighbors. would be much appreciated by, I'm sure, everyone that's staying there. So again, not much sleep, feeling like crap. My shuttle came and picked me up at 7.30 in the morning. So I managed to get the front seat. So I was doing pretty good in my front seats on this trip so far. 
And it was about three hours to Panachel, or most people call it Pana, which is kind of the main town around Lake Atitlan. So Lake Atitlan is like the deepest lake in all of Central America. It's like 340 meters deep. It's absolutely beautiful. Like Aldous Huxley, the writer, he was like, this is one of the most beautiful places I've ever been to. And I agree. It's so stunning. So there are quite a few, like there's more than a dozen little towns all around Lake Atitlan. So you just kind of pick where you want to stay. So I picked San Pedro La Laguna, drops you off at the ferry, and then you just kind of figure out which boat you're taking, depending on where you're going. So it was only $3 for the water taxi and about 20 minutes to get to San Pedro. And then when I got to San Pedro, I got a rickshaw to my hostel, which was called Hospidia Lolita. Glorious. There's a really big room. My own bathroom, which <laughs> was really good because by the time I got there, I was just feeling like crap and just coughing my head off. So once I got settled there, I went and found a pharmacy and got some cough syrup and then went and grabbed something to eat and found a really good Japanese restaurant, actually. So I got some sushi. But once I was eating it, like I was feeling really nauseous on top of everything else. So well, a couple hours later, I was puking my guts out. I'm like, oh my God, have I got dengue fever? Because I kind of had all the symptoms. I, saw, I was, had a fever. I had a splitting headache, coughing, and now vomiting. And I think I had diarrhea too. So I've had malaria twice. <laughs> so I, I definitely don't recommend malaria. And dengue fever is kind of only one step down from malaria, to be honest. So I was just like, great. The next day, I pretty much stayed in bed, watched Netflix, read, tried to get some sleep. I was trying to stay hydrated. Like I did also get, when I got the cough syrup, I got some rehydration salts as well. So I was drinking as much as I could, but I didn't eat at all that day. And then the next day I got up, I was like, okay, I got to try and eat something because I don't want to get dehydrated more. So I went and had some breakfast. And then when I got back to the hotel hostel, I was like, oh my God, my ears are killing me because I wore diamond earrings and, but they only had plastic backs to them. And years ago, I pushed the book because I was afraid of losing them. I pushed the back so far that they went through the back. So for three years, I couldn't take these earrings out because I couldn't get the backs off. The backs had kind of melded to the back of the earrings. And they're just plastic backings too, right? So they lit, I don't know what happened, but could not get them off. And I noticed my earlobes, like I'm squeezing, and there's all this pus coming in my ears, both of them. So I'm like, oh my God, now my both my earlobes are infected as well. This is not good. This might be part of the reason why I'm feeling so bad. Because I got to get these earrings out. Because also with my blood illness, any kind of infection could go crazy with me and give me septicemia. I've had set to see me three times and almost died. So I'm like, okay, I got to get these out. So I went back to the little pharmacia, the pharmacy around the corner from where I was staying because it was a really nice lady pharmacist there. She spoke some English and I was explaining, I was like, can you try and get these earrings out? Because I got to get them out because my ears are infected. So bless her. She, <laughs> she gets out these like super long tweezers and she's holding onto the backs and trying the tweezers have got the front of the earring and then she's holding onto the back too to try and pull them through. Well, she pulled the whole earring with the back included right through my ear piercing. 
so there's blood everywhere. I'm just like, oh my God. It didn't hurt that much, actually. But there's just the blood everywhere. She's kind of freaking out and she's got, now she's got alcohol out and gauze and everything like that. And I'm starting to sweat. I'm <laughs> just like, okay, we got one out. That's okay. Now you got to get the other one out. She was didn't want to do it. I know that for sure. I'm like, you just got to do it. You just got to do it. I trust you. It's okay. And I'm kind of leaning over the counter. But she's doing it. Well, I started feeling super faint and I thought I was going to vomit. And like I said, I'm now sweating buckets. And she had a little like two-seater bench in the, the pharmacy. So I went to sit on that and I honestly thought I was going to hurl. Like I thought I was going to puke my guts up. Next thing you know, I started spinning out and blackness. All I know, I'm dreaming. <laughs> and I felt like I was asleep for ages. And I kind of came to with her shaking me and my head's in her lap. <laughs> and like, senorita, senorita. And so, yeah, I fainted for the first time ever in my life. I fainted. So as, as I came to, like, I'm completely no idea what's happening. Where, you know, where am I? I look up and there's like six ladies all in their traditional dress because there's a lot of Mayan tribes that live in this area. So they still wear their local, really colorful, beautiful local dressing, right? Or dresses. And because also in many of the stores and pharmacies, things like, things like that, throughout Central America, like the whole front of this shop is open. And then at nighttime, that's just like they close this huge shutter doors. Yeah, all these ladies are sitting on the standing on the sidewalk, like looking very concerned. And my pharmacy lady, she's kind of really worried and like, are you okay? And then one of the local ladies went and got the doctor because luckily there's a clinic right around the corner from the pharmacy. So next thing I know, they've got a wheelchair. <laughs> they get me in the wheelchair. Funny enough, I'm in a wheelchair right now because I broke my ankle. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, and wheel me into the clinic. And there was a girl there that she was actually from Alaska and she was doing an apprenticeship out there for, you know, she's being a doctor, becoming a doctor. So obviously she spoke good English, hospital bed kind of thing. I could lay down on there and they got me some water. They got me some cookies. They took my blood pressure and it was like 80 over 60. <laughs> so it's like, well, no wonder I fainted. <laughs> uh, so I just chilled there for a while. And then the, the Alaskan girl, she's, bless her, she's trying to get this last earring out like the backing off she's cutting it with the scalpel and honestly she's worked she worked on it for about 45 minutes and only got halfway through so finally the doctor comes in and she just i don't know she got it off right away got it out quick and then you know i told her about my coughing and everything like that and she listened to my chest she's like oh yeah i think you got a chest infection as well we can do some blood tests to see you know, if you have dengue fever, but I was leaving the next day. You know, she's like, so your results won't be back for before that. So I was like, okay, well, just hopefully I don't. So she gave me a prescription for some antibiotics for my ears and my chest or my lungs. I was there for like a few hours, right? <laughs> but super nice. And all the antibiotics and everything like that was only $10. Uh, anyway, so I kind of went back to my hostel lay down for a while oh they also gave me an anti-nausea pill in the clinic as well so you know i was finally feeling hungry again so i went and grabbed something to eat but i only have set i only had 78 q left and i was supposed to be leaving the next day to go my longest overland journey was like the next day and i was supposed to have one night in el salvador in uh, altuca 
to break it up because it's 16 hours. <laughs> but because I was like, I can't do that. So stayed one more night because I was supposed to leave that day. And then the next day, I kind of, there was a vegan store nearby. So I got some, some really nice bread and some dips and things like that. Because luckily I had paid for the shuttle because I had to go back to Antigua regardless if I was going to go to El Salvador or not. So luckily I'd paid for that. So I literally had about 40Q left <laughs> at this point. And then got the shuttle back to Antigua. And I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm not staying back at camping and travel because I need some sleep. So I thought, okay, I'll splurge and book an Airbnb. So that was like, I think my second most expensive accommodation on the whole month trip. And it was about $20. Well, I get to my Airbnb because, you know, the shuttle drops you off. And the owner, Sylvia, you know, she welcomed me in and everything like that. And But then took me to my room, which, which was this small single bed box room that didn't even have a window or anything like that. And I'm like, this isn't the room I booked. I booked this really big room with a double bed and windows and fan. And she's like, oh, well, my American friend just showed up today and she's been staying here for years. So she has your room. I'm like. Well, that's BS because I didn't want this little poxy hot box of a single room. But, you know, I was just like, I'm too tired. I can't deal with this. So I kind of chilled out for a bit. And then her and the American lady were like talking so loudly because like the the house, like there's a long corridor with all the rooms went off it. And then the kitchen was kind of open concept. So they're in there, but they're just shouting at each other for like hours. So I went out to go get some dinner. And then Sylvia's like made this huge feast for her and her American friend. Didn't offer me, you know, would you like to join or anything like that? No, I'm like, okay. Cause I've stayed in quite a few Airbnbs around the world. And usually the host would invite you. <laughs> Even if like, they're like, oh, you can stay for dinner. It's like $3 or $5 donation, you know, but no, nothing. So I went back to good old Wachomas and told the guys like, you know, I've been really sick. So he gave me this sh shot of like this ginger goodness, which was like fire, but good for you, fire on the house. And then I ordered another one of my super healthy salads and got my turmeric drink again. And then when I was leaving, the bill was 38Q, which is exactly what I had, 38Q. Because I was like, sorry, I can't tip you this time because this is literally all the money I have. I'm leaving tomorrow to El Salvador, so I don't want to change any more money. Guatemala money and he's like oh no problem and he even topped up my turmeric drink in my thermos thing for free as well so that was really sweet got back to the Airbnb and there's like now six people sitting in the kitchen having desserts and coffees and they're speaking English did I get invited to join no so I go into my room now I got six people yelling and he, I don't know they just talk very loudly and I'm like oh, I can't handle this like got a severe headache. I just feel like crap. I'm coughing my head off. So about nine o'clock after three hours of listening to this, I finally went to the kitchen. I was like, guys, would you mind? Just, I'm really sick. Would you mind, you know, trying to keep it down a little bit? Sylvia didn't apologize. She just shut the kitchen door in my face. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God. It was the worst Airbnb experience I think I've ever had. Out of the years and many Airbnbs I've had, I was just like, this sucks you're getting it. One star review. <laughs> so, of course, didn't get much sleep. And like I said, I have now a 16-hour 
journey ahead of me without the break that I was going to have the one night in El Salvador. And because I couldn't get a cancellation fee because it was too close to the time, I had to pay for the room anyways. I mean, it was only about $15, but still super annoying. Anyways, so that's it for now. You'll make sure you subscribe so you get to hear the next episode about my epic trip from Antigua, Guatemala to Leon, Nicaragua through El Salvador with a short break in El Tuco. And now it's time for Tam's Top Tips. Tip number one, yeah, Lake Atadlan is absolutely stunning. You must go there. It's so beautiful. I give yourself a few days there at least, like four days maybe or longer. It's a very nice place to chill out. Like I said, there's at least 12 different villages. Some are and towns, like some are very small. So these are kind of like the top five, I guess. Panachel is your main town. Like that's your, the tourist hub or transport hub. It actually has an expat community as well. It's a beautiful mix of nature, good prices, good shopping, and yeah, easy travel arrangement as well. So if you wanted to stay there, that's fine. Then you don't have to do any of the water taxis because anywhere else you'll have to do water taxis. Okay, so there is Santa Cruz, which is, I guess, if you're into hiking, <laughs> it'd be great because it's kind of the steepest village. Lake Italian is surrounded by this Sierra Madre mountains. So yeah, lots of amazing hiking. I wanted to do some hiking, but obviously, no, I was sick, so I didn't really get to do anything because I also wanted to go check out a few of the other villages as well. So that kind of sucked, but at least I was in a nice room with a private, like my own bathroom. So that there was a plus to that. So yeah, so Santa Cruz is the steepest hillside village. And like I said, all these villages are pretty much made up of local Mayan people. And also from Santa Cruz, you can actually do diving in the lake because there's lots of houses down there, like because the lake's risen. So there's sunken houses and things down there. So there's lots to see, apparently, at the bottom of the lake. <laughs> and then next place is called Jabalito. And this is like a really tiny little village. Again, pretty much just very local people and lots of good hiking trails out of there too. And then there's San Marcos, La Laguna, and this is like the hippie town. So it's small, but it's, there's lots of like yoga retreats and think meditation retreats and things like that. And a lot of vegan restaurants. So San Marcos is one you go if you're, I guess, a hippie <laughs> or into all that stuff. And then San Pedro, where I went, which is kind of the backpackers town. So lots of great little restaurants, bars, you know, very reasonably priced, hostels, hotels, things like that. And like I said, it's the view, wherever you stay, you're going to have the beautiful, beautiful views of the lake. So, and all the, the mountains surrounding it. So yeah, highly recommend. And then tip number two is for Antigua. Like I said, it's an ex-colonial town, so it's all cobblestones. And you can walk around town in a couple of hours. Lots of really good restaurants and shopping. And definitely, you know, check out Central Park. And you can also do Climb Volcano. They have a lot of volcano excursions there that you can book from there. So you can do like a one day to, I think, five day. And you do a couple of volcanoes for the longer ones. Obviously, again, I didn't do that because just wasn't feeling great. And then tip number three is, yeah, I mean, I do recommend... The, the tourist shuttles, which you can book everywhere. You'll, there's travel agencies everywhere <laughs> and throughout Central America. So like I said, it's just super convenient because uh, you have door-to-door service. 
and still very reasonably priced. Like I said, like my 10 hour one was 20 bucks. And then from Antigua to Penichel, it was $18 return. So $9 each way. So it's still really reasonable. And that's three hours each way. And then for solo female travelers, I mean, I really felt super safe in Guatemala. And especially if you're, if you're using the tourist shuttles, like, and look at how like well looked after I was <laughs> when I got sick and fainted. So yeah, I had no problems in Guatemala at all. Super nice people. And if you speak Spanish, even better. Because everywhere you walk, you always get like, hola, 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 you know. So uh, yeah, really lovely people. Okay, so that is a wrap for this episode. Of course, as always, you can find more info at manyroadstravel.com. And we shall see you next time. Until then, safe travels, one road at a time.